with your palate cruisers. Welcome in everybody to a brand new episode of Audio Knots, your pop culture palate cleanser. I am Eric Oldboy, back from a long hiatus online with the one, the only, R-E-N, Mr. Ren. What is happening? What it do, man? It's been a long minute. Yeah, it's been it's a like, minute for sure. It's almost like it's a new season or something. It might as well be. We were gone for a hot, hot while. We, uh, we went on vacation. Went to the lost wages, went and played some some gambling machines, lost some money, drank some alcohol, and then uh, just so busy when we got back, finding the perfect moment to get back on here and start yeah. getting consistent again. Yeah, every time we're like, all right, you ready? And then something comes up, like, oh, maybe next week. Uh, sorry to, to all our Patreons, man. Our bad. <laughs> yeah, we, we apologize. You know, the, the main thing was, uh, it was the the end of football season. So I was going with my kid to his high school football season. So that was kind of like the reason we kept getting distracted because we used to always do this on Thursdays. And then football season was always happening on Thursdays and Fridays. And it was just, it was time consuming. And now we're back on Thursdays, doing it on Thursdays. Yeah, we're back. We're back again. And I tell you what, because of being off for like a month at this point, it is going to be a trailer palooza. We're jammed packed episode. So if you like, you're excited to hear about our thoughts on some of these shows that came out. I mean, it's been so, so long that we haven't even talked about the squid game, which should have been like a big, like show long topic all in itself. Oh, we talked about it last, last episode. We didn't, I never saw the end of it by the, I've never, I've never talked about the end of it. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I double checked. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause you only saw at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, you'd yeah. seen the whole thing, right? I hadn't, I hadn't seen the whole thing yet. Right. So I squid, just want to give, give my my feelings on Squid Game, but uh, yeah, I mean, this is a jam packed episode. We have all sorts of things, different reviews, lots of trailers. So you know, we probably shouldn't waste too much time. Oh yeah, we gonna jump right into it. Jump right into it. Uh, before we do though, I want to tell everybody that yeah, we went on uh, a trip to Vegas and had an amazing time. Uh, I discovered a new uh, slot machine, or I guess it would be a slot machine, video game that I liked, which was this like horse racing game, which was super cool because it was like you would pick between nine horses and they were like these little automated horses that ran around this big ass track and you had to like bet on which one was going to win. And I could waste hours on that thing. Oh, is that the one that there's like robotic horse and the, the computer horse? Yeah, exactly. It was it was like eight or nine robot horses, and but they weren't on just a screen. There was like this huge table, and each one of them was lined up. It looked like an old school game from like the fifties. But you would choose who you're gonna, who you thought would win or place first, second, and third, and then you could see a screen of it. So there'd be like animation, and somehow it mixed it up every time. And you would play against other people, so you weren't necessarily just playing against the computer. You were playing against all the other dudes that were playing too. And it was it was my favorite game by far. I never won a ton, but I could put 20 bucks in that thing and play forever. Yeah, I, I saw that too. I'm like, it looks so overwhelming. <laughs> you figured out how to play it? Yeah, I figured out how to play it. I figured out the, the key was it would tell you the odds on your nine horses and you'd go like somewhere in the middle. Then you take a risk and do put a little money on one of the high ones. And generally the ones towards the middle or towards the bottom would always win as far as their, their, um, 
their rates, you know, they'd be like, oh, it's a one in eight chance versus a one in 32 chance or something. And so it was pretty cool to uh, get the hang of it and play and win. Yeah, there's something to be said about seeing like actual robotic horses rather than just like the screen, right? Yeah, exactly. But there was a lot of cool games. I mean, what was your favorite slot machine? I think the one that I won most on was the Buffalo one. Buffalo. Yeah, there was it was like a slot machine where you it was just like Buffalo cards and they would slide down and you would have to like match them. Did you even understand how you were winning or losing? I have no idea. I'm like, (laughs) get Buffalo uh, times two. Okay. I just start clicking buttons. That was the funniest part. It was like you play these slot machines and you have no idea how how it works if you're winning or losing because that was the trickiest thing with the slot machines is they make it seem as if even when you you put in like a buck say you're playing a dollar per spin it'll make this big deal when you were in 60 cents of your dollar back like well you won 60 cents but in reality yeah in reality you lost you lost 40 cents (laughs) so you were still losing but it was exciting you're winning but you're losing yeah it was it was wild it was a good time though it was a good trip it felt it feels like so long ago too it really wasn't though. Yeah, I mean, we we managed to make it to Vegas, party in Vegas, and come back, and we didn't catch COVID. So there, that's something. Yeah, because like I was surprised of how much people there were like all masked up. Yeah, that was the thing I was thinking too. You know, you you go a lot of places, and people are like still kind of bitch and complain about wearing masks. We yeah. live in Oregon, where it's mandated that you wear masks indoors. And uh, in uh, Nevada, it's the same. And so what was kind of amazing is everybody was doing it. Yeah, I was really shocked because he thought for sure people wouldn't be doing it. But uh, kudos to everybody in Vegas that was following the rules. Yeah, you see a few that don't wear a mask, but it's kind of like, who cares now? Yeah, I'm vaccinated. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not here to be mask police. I I just don't care. Although check out this cup I made for my um, one of my uncles as his birthday gift. All right, see it. It's a shot glass. Yeah, yeah. It says shut the fuck <laughs> up. That's so funny. So he's like, shut the fuck up and That's drink a, your shot. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. You use that, you uh print that yourself and put paste it on there and everything. Yeah, it's just vinyl. So it would be hopefully it stays. Is, is it yeah, I was curious, is that dishwasher safe? Uh I gotta put some like mod mod podge okay yeah yeah on it to seal it and then uh, i'm gucci nice very cool that's really cool that's that's hilarious i think i want to shut the fuck cup up <laughs> craft time with ren craft time with when you need your own like theme song for whenever you show the cool little things you've made all right <laughs> i need a jingle you need a jingle you can never have too many jingles um let's do it let's get into this bad boy because it's jam-packed so let's start with the healthy stream so when i start over on disney plus there's a lot of things happening on disney plus i'm gonna move my thing over here so i can see better because everything's in the way all this crap on the way okay um so disney plus uh we're back we finally saw everything what did you think about the conclusion or the entirety of the season of what if, because it's over now by now, everybody's had a chance to kind of see all the episodes. Um, what'd you think? Um, if I had to describe it in one word, it would be, a, that's pretty neat. And so neat. Do you and, think you called it though? 
where you said it would all kind of tie together with itself. And I wasn't sure that it would. And it, then it did. Right. Do you think that it has any consequences on outside of that show? Like any other Marvel, you know, the MCU as a whole? Well, that's the benefit of like the multiverse, right? If it does, then you can, if it doesn't, and then it is, just it doesn't, it doesn't matter because it is the multiverse. So I'm curious like to the, see. I feel like the big rumor is or at least the one that's coming out immediately was that um we're gonna get the captain captain britain or whatever they call captain carter you know the peggy version as a real life uh actress like her the same character that played her doing it in the movies that one sounds like it's fairly legitimate and it may happen oh yeah because you know this thing's all about woman woman lead so i dig it oh yeah it's not just disney that's everybody that's the thing yeah, that is the thing. So on a scale of one to 10, now that you've seen what if all the way through, uh, what would you give it? Uh, for me, it's a solid six. I'd go a little bit higher. I thought every episode continued to get after a certain point. I felt like they kept getting better. Um, I really liked the zombie episode. I really liked the last couple episodes. I liked, um, I guess... I guess I thought that it came together pretty well more than I thought it was going to. Cause I really did think it was more of the anthology where each episode kind of stood on its own. Right. And then when they had them all kind of tied together in that last episode, I, I liked that. So I'd give it an eight. Um, well, I'm excited for season two. Well, the benefit of uh, in the being in the multiverse is that it, anthology doesn't need to be its own thing. Right. Right. And so he, it has that benefit where it can, it could choose to tie in. It could choose not to. And I think it was. Uh, go ahead. Uh, one of my favorite scenes from the finale was when uh, Doctor Strange brought some the zombies back, and he's oh. like, "It's not the zombies. It's what comes with the zombies." Then you're like, "Oh shit!" And then like Scarlet Witch came out. And she's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. That was cool. That's what I'm saying. Uh, it was a really cool ending. The one thing that I noticed, and then I, I read a little bit more on the interwebs, was how um, not all the characters that we saw in the finale, finale were actually in the season. And they said part of it was um, they simply ran out of time. And some of those episodes got pushed to season two. So when we got to see like Gamora and stuff with her, oh, like right. her, uh, yeah, her, her uh, Infinity Stone smasher thing. I guess that happens in another episode, so it doesn't come out of nowhere like it did in this episode. Yeah, freaking COVID, man. Ran out of time. Couldn't give it to us. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's the case. But yeah, no, What If was good. So if you guys haven't watched What If yet, uh, you should go for it. They're all out, which makes it nice. You can just go straight up binging on it. Also on Disney+, Plus, uh, we got news that there is going to be a WandaVision spinoff. Uh, featuring the one and only Catherine Hahn. Uh, so that's so exciting because I liked her character. It was pretty cool. I thought she played it really well. And I, I like that they're doing some like bad guy centric type stuff where we're focused on the bad guys. And they tend to like to turn the bad guys to where you don't like hate them so much. But I do like the fact that we're getting the evil versions of things. Yeah. You need to understand my past and why I'm doing this. It does. It makes yeah. it kind of like, okay, there's still like, they're the villain, but you, you like, oh, 
kind of understand it. I know where you're coming from. And Marvel does it better than anybody where they make you kind of like, like the villain and respect their decisions, even though they're clearly wrong. Right. That's what I feel like the series, it's such a good way to introduce and do mini series of like smaller characters that we don't need a movie on. Yeah. And that's, it's, I feel like we're going to get lots and lots of MCU TV shows because of that. Um, it's probably less expensive for them. They're able to kind of test the waters to see if the audience is into it or not. And then if they are, they can expand it further out. If they're not, it was a one-off and they're done with it. Um, oh, here we go. Also on Disney Plus, uh, the full series of Visions uh, is done. I, I don't think we had finished it on by the time we talked about it last time. So I finally finished Visions. Did you actually finish it? I did. What did you think of Visions as a whole, as a complete series? Because that was definitely an anthology. Yeah, as a vision, as a vision, uh, my uh, my thought is a solid like meh. <laughs> What's if a meh equal to in a number? Is that like a numbers? Four? Maybe three, three or four for me. Yeah, it's. I feel like I kind of hyped myself up too much. And after watching it, see, that's like the the the, um, the theme of anthologies because like you get a little taste of one and then you don't get the full platter, you know? And so you yeah. have like just a tiniest opinion about it. If it's a bad opinion and it's a bad opinion. And right. And out of the whole series, I liked like two episodes. And, and I feel like they were early episodes it. too. Yeah. Like, I think we talked about the two episodes we liked uh last episode and then i thought well maybe there'll be more that gets better yeah you know because i think i'd only seen up to like episode four last last uh last podcast and uh it got worse there was a lot of them that i really hated i mean there's so many (laughs) shitty episodes i'm like what the hell yeah i think uh uh the best one was just a lightsaber smith episode yeah that was a good one yeah that was a good one simu simu voiced the dad you know that I did not know. Well, did I know that? No, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. What um, What was your least favorite episode? My least favorite? Um, I think it's probably the the one with the old guy. That's uh, like with the dual blade. And he's oh old, he's yeah, sick. me too. That one. It, that one tried to be like really cool, but it just missed the mark for me. Yeah, I'm not an anime viewer like you are, so I don't know if that felt super anime. But the voice acting in that episode was so dull and monotone that I was having a hard time with it because the guy was just like, and we're going to have to go find the Sith. And he's an old guy, but don't look for him by yourself. I must help you. I'm just like, what the hell, dude? Wake up. Have a cup of coffee. Yeah, that's how I feel about most of the new animation that we're given. It's just like nobody, like nobody embodies that character, and so they're just reading lines, and you don't, you don't feel the connection. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was like he was just reading the script. Yeah, and then I think this visions, it was it was made by you know Japanese studios, but I feel like. Mm-hmm the Japanese studios kind of cater to like the Western audience mm. and, and played it kind of safe. And it, it felt like it was unfinished product for me. Yeah, I, I agree. I think for the most part, most of them were misses. There was a couple good ones. 
but uh visions you can take or leave it i don't think if you're an anime fan you need to waste your time i don't think if you're a star wars fan you need to waste your time but if you're curious it's it's there's a few of them that are okay but yeah don't be surprised when half of them are just kind of meh yeah maybe i should have watched it in japanese <laughs> Did it, was that a choice i think so oh i didn't even know i just hit play and watched them um also coming out on disney plus is hawkeye we have so many trailers i'm gonna shove trailers in every category today uh they released a final and uh, another longer hawkeye trailer hawkeye comes out november 24th so this month we're gonna get some hot hawkeye action uh it came off to me to be very much like uh die hard it was like a very die hard hawkeye yeah, uh, what what did much. you think about the the Hawkeye trailer? Exactly what you just said. It's kind of like uh, when uh, Jeremy Renner played Born Identity. Yeah, oh yeah, and and a mix of Die Hard during Christmas. I'm kind of excited for it though because I really like the tone of the trailer. It seems very silly, so yeah. it's not taking itself too seriously. It seems like it's a buddy cop type vibe, you know. And there's lots of jokes. And I don't know, I'm maybe it'll be an absolute piece of garbage, but I'm kind of I'm kind of excited for Hawkeye. Me too. You know, I'm in I'm in love with Haley Steinfeld, so I'm totally up for this show. Are you still in love with her? Has she aged like how you might hope uh, she got better or worse with time? She's like just stays the same. She like never like changes. Love it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm not I'm not as big a fan of her as you are. But uh, she does look pretty good in this. Uh, the movie or the TV show looks good. I think that they said it was like six or seven episodes. So it's not like okay. incredibly long. Um, also from Disney, tomorrow I heard through the grapevine that you're going to go see the Eternals. The early reviews for Eternals have not been good. What was kind of interesting about it is the first few weeks, like they let maybe just a handful, 20 or less, like big time reviewers review it. And they must have handpicked these fools because those first like 20 reviews were mostly positive. It was like 90% positive. But as all the reviewers have come in, and this is reviewers, this is not the audience. Uh, it has a current rotten review of 51%. It is the lowest reviewed MCU movie since Thor. I know. And you love you some Thor too. Yeah, it's, it's so upsetting to me because I was kind of excited to see something new, some new characters. And I don't know if people are just weren't ready, if it's not marvel enough, you know, because Marvel was always getting kind of hit over the head with all the stuff was kind of the same, too much of the same. And it feels like uh, Kevin, Kevin Feig has come out this and said, I'm going to make things different. And so he's picked up like different types of directors, different types of writers. And so he brought in this really artsy fartsy director and uh, she did, but she does. And so it's not all that surprising, but people don't seem to be digging it. Yeah. That was my issue. When I heard that she's in directing like, Oh man, it's going to be one of those movies. Well, one of the things they've talked about is it does give us a few things we've never seen in a Marvel movie, like SEX, a little hot sex action. And so that's been something I, I started to think about. I'm like, you know what? They really don't have sex in Marvel movies. So this will be, I guess, our first real sex scene is going to be in uh, this movie. Wait, what What rated movie is this? 13? Yeah, probably PG-13. Oh, uh, well, then again, we saw boobies in 13, so... 
That's true. You can see boobies. Titanic, I don't think baby. I don't think they'll give us boobies in this movie, but I think you'll get some some sexual situations for the kiddos. We will probably get some butt. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll get some booty. So uh, you're going to go see it tomorrow on our next podcast. You're going to be able to give us the reviews. I'm probably going to wait till the second weekend for this one because the I got to be honest, the, the reviews have kind of uh, dulled my excitement. You know, I'm not like, oh, my God, I got to see this movie. And now I'm kind of like, unlike Spider-Man, like Spider-Man, I have to see as soon as it comes out because I know that the a-holes on the Internet will ruin it. You know, they'll come out and they'll just burn the whole thing down for me. But I'm not sure that there's enough going to happen in the Eternals that you could ruin it for me. Jon Snow, baby. Maybe. Yeah, for me, I, I like I text my sisters. They, they usually go and uh, my wife and I to go watch yeah. all their Marvel movies. Right. And this time they're like, ah, I think we're going to pass on this one. Really? And so only my my the, my youngest sister is going with us. So just the three of you? Yeah, it's three of us. So it, it, that's how that, it tells you something, right? Like we're not they're not excited to go see this movie. Just, yeah. Know. I'm really curious to see what the box office looks like. You know, uh, Marvel, even despite the pandemic has always had found success. And I, I'm curious if this is uh this one's not going to do so well. Cause I think it yeah. costs like a bajillion dollars to make too. It's no Shang Chi. That's for sure. No, that movie was really good. I liked it and it did really well uh, domestically and internationally. In fact, I saw speaking about internationally that the Eternals has been banned in a whole bunch of Middle East countries. Damn. What's going on? Man, are they too artsy? What's going yeah, on? I don't know. Man, I don't know what they did. They made the Middle East all pissed off, but they've, they've said, if you want this movie to play here, you're going to have to make some edits. And so I'm sure, sure they will. See, that's like that's my problem with like movies nowadays, you know? Everybody takes it so personally. It's a freaking movie. It's for entertainment. And it, it like, it hits you like, so personally that like you're like, I'm going to ban, I'm going to, you know, protest and not watch this movie. Get it out of here. Like, it's a movie. Yeah, who cares? There was a lot of that, too, with this movie, despite just the countries being peeved or whatever they're mad about. You know, you had these uh, these Internet incels get all over being mad about, like, I guess, some LGBTQ stuff, some other things, all all the ethnicity. They're like, oh, no, there's too many brown people. What are we going to do? You know, and so like people are trying they tried to actually go on uh, Rotten Tomatoes and just bomb the movie that way. And Rotten Tomatoes actually had to kill it. So you can't review this movie on Rotten Tomatoes without proof that you've seen it via the Fandango site diversity is bad <laughs> i guess it's so stupid yeah, right <laughs> what's wrong with people you they're trying their way to get out there to represent you know everybody and yet we're no that's wrong ajax should be a man you know yeah i know they get they get mad when they do like swaps of any kind of race they get mad when they do swaps of any kind of sex and it's like listen guys it's based off of a comic book that was made for children. It's okay. You'll be okay. I promise. Well, then again, you know, we're like grown ass children. So that's part of That's why. true. Well, that's why they're so popular, right? Because we've all grown into adults that still enjoy this stuff. Because we were the OGs when this stuff was really hitting hard in the comic book realm. And they, they planted their seed and now the crop has money and now they're just reaping. Oh, yeah. Fist, fistfuls of it for sure. But this should make the um, the internet incels excited because they are making sure this person stays. They've supposedly 
cast Adam Warlock. And the the casting to me just blew my <laughs> mind. I'm so excited for it. So they've cast uh, Will Poulter. And for those of you who say, Will Poulter, Will Poulter, that sounds familiar. Who is that? Will Poulter is the kid from Meet the Millers or Where the Millers or where that movie is called, where he gets like bit in the nuts by the tarantula. He has his eyes, brows like this. He's got those wacky eyebrows. Those are his real eyebrows. That's not like a movie effect. (laughs) He's the the kid that looks like the, the bad kid from Toy Story. Yes. Yeah, exactly. The one that like glues dolls heads on spider bodies and stuff. Yeah. But what's crazy, everybody take a moment while you're listening to this because you're either already on your computer or your phone, pop it out and Google Will Poulter or Will Poulter now because homie glowed up so hard. (laughs) I'm like, whoa, I heard that. He's a man. Yeah. I was shocked because when I heard the name, I was—I definitely went straight to meet the Millers. I'm like, are we the Millers? I'm like, that kid can't play Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock is like super OP. I'm like, I'm excited. He's a good character. And uh, when I looked it up, I'm like, oh, yeah, he can play Adam Warlock. He's, he's become him. Yeah, that's cool, though. I, I dig it. Like like you said, at first, you're like, nah, man, but you got to see him now. And you're like, oh, yeah, he looks the part now. Yeah, it was such such good casting um, that we would have never seen it coming. And so I'm I'm. Did they? Do you know? Did they say which movie they're gonna debut him in? No, I have no idea. I don't because I don't want to do too much research because uh, it might like spoil some movies for me. Right. I'd be it'd be kind of neat. I mean, since they did release the casting, what if he's an after credit scene in the Eternals? Yeah, and I read that there's two endings so. After credit okay. endings, so you have to give us the, the lowdown on that to make sure we don't leave too soon. Not that anybody who goes to Marvel movies leaves anymore unless they're not into it. Oh, it's true. I've seen it because people left after uh, Venom. I'm like, really? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, 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 scene. that's right. We didn't talk about Venom. What's your Venom review real quick? Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> it, <laughs> it reminded me like I'm leaving. I'm leaving in two, 2021. And this movie yeah. looked like it was made in 2005. Yeah, I remember you were excited to see it. I wasn't so sure about it. and uh, But I did because I think the fact that I didn't care about it, I straight up looked up the post credit scene on the interwebs. And wow, holy smokes. It was it, like that part seemed cool. Oh, you want to get the spoiler, the, the meaning behind that, that? Yeah. So should we say spoiler? We're going to talk about it. Yeah, dude, it's going to ruin everything. Okay, so this is spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Venom or the Venom post credit scene, you're gonna want to skip ahead a minute because we're gonna strip tell you what it is. Go ahead. Yeah, so like basically Venom and Eddie Brock beats Carnage, which Carnage looks terrible because he's so like saturated. <laughs> he's not red at all for some reason. Yeah. And it's like, Woody Harrelson, right? Yeah, like they took the saturation and went negative 40 rather than like put it up. Yeah, anyways, so they they go on vacation and then um just Venom and Eddie Brock vacationing together. Yeah, they're vacationing in like Mexico or something. And they're like uh, in bed watching TV. And then Eddie was asking uh, Venom about the symbiote. And Venom is like, mm. your puny little brain will understand the amount of information that I have, you know, because they're a hive mind. And so basically every symbiote that's ever lived is uh, they have the same information. And it turns out... Uh, even if like the symbiote is in another multiverse, 
Yeah. They share information. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So that's how they cross like multiverse stuff. And so I think uh, Venom let Eddie a little share a little glimpse of his information and it like jumped him to like uh peter parker marvel and that's why yeah, he yeah that's why when he turned on the tv it was spider-man oh shit let's go yeah tom holland spider-man getting revealed by because at the end of the movie everybody finds out that he's peter parker and um I was curious about that. So I'm glad that's your opinion on what you think happened. Cause I wasn't sure. Cause there was a lot of talk about the fact that we've seen all this multiverse stuff. And then maybe that moment that where like all of a sudden he's there and we don't see that moment on TV. Maybe it had something to do with WandaVision or something to do with Loki or so any of these other things. Is it still possible that it was one of those things? Or you definitely think it's just the hive mind with the symbiotes. I mean, the hive mind is more like a, like a, fan theory that everybody yeah. thinks it is but i think it's going to be more of wanda and loki everything that happens like you know uh and doctor strange venom it all is going to happen at the same time i think yeah. that's like the nexus like event that's going to happen yeah i think that in reality um all the fans love it but what's what's really happening is a financial handshake between Disney and Sony where they're finally handing over Spider-Man. They may still borrow him here and there for Avenger style movies or these big, you know, superhero gang up type movies. But I think what's happening is they're saying Spider-Man's yours again. And so we're going to see a lot more Spider-Man hanging out with Venom and the Morbiuses of the world as they build their kind of Spider-Verse over at Sony. I think that's really what's going on. Yeah. No way home. And Tom Holland himself said that No Way Home absolutely feels like Endgame, like it's the end of the story. And so even he realizes he's moving towards just making a paycheck because if Sony's taught us anything other than some of their animated stuff, because Spider, uh, the multiverse Spider-Verse thing was awesome, the movies they make are garbage. (laughs) So it will be a little concerning to see what Spider-Man 4 may or may not look like. Or maybe just no more Spider-Man. Or maybe not. I, I highly doubt that there's just too much money in it. Yeah. It'd be just kind of like him sprinkle into every other villain movie that there is. Yeah. Well, I mean, the big thing that everybody's thinking is they're going to bring back the old school Spider-Man so they can have three times the Spider-Man movies. So we'll see if that's the case or not. Yeah. I'm excited for it, though. Spider-Man's probably one of my favorite Marvel characters. Yeah. Oh, me too. Absolutely. Um, also on uh, Disney is they released the Buzz Lightyear trailer. And so there was a big huffle puff about everybody getting all butt hurt when they're like, oh no, Tim Allen's not the voice. You know, instead it's Chris Evans. Yeah. And the way they explained it was, well, don't worry, fam. We haven't gotten rid of, you know, Tim Allen as the toy version of Buzz Lightyear. Chris Evans is playing the real version of Buzz Lightyear, which also turned out just to be a 3D animated movie. It's still, you know, a cartoon in the end it's in that universe and what was strange yeah. i guess it's strange though doesn't it seem like how did these toy companies know to make toys off like these whole space folks because toy story is is the the sequel to this buzz lightyear movie i guess but like we we start off this movie and they're just regular people living regular lives like the rest of us on earth and Buzz Lightyear is this the prequel to this where he's like flying around space and 
shooting people in space and all that stuff. And somehow some normal toy company on earth knows about it and makes a toy after it. Yeah, man. I don't know. Multiverse. <laughs> it could very well be the multiverse. I mean, Captain America becomes Buzz Lightyear. Look at that. Yeah. Cause we don't really know like anything time frame, whatever about it. So it's, it's yeah. What would you think of the trailer? Did it make you say, I can't wait to see this? Or was it like, ah, I'm not so sure. I'll watch it when it comes out on Disney Plus. How about that? There, there you go. I think that's a great choice. I've noticed too that they've moved away from just saying certain movies are Pixar and certain movies are Disney. Now it's always Disney slash Pixar. So I don't know if that's concerning, if that's good or bad. Who knows? Uh, lastly, on Disney. Uh, last winter, Lucasfilm announced that uh, Hayden Christensen would uh, return as Darth Vader in the Obi-Wan series. So, like, yeah, let's go. Uh, we had some, you know, Hayden Christensen, that poor kid needs a, needs a paycheck. He hadn't done anything in a long time. Uh, but it, well, guess what? That's not the last we're going to see of him playing Darth Vader because they just announced that uh, the Chosen One himself will also be in the live action version of... Ahsoka. So we're going to get him even earlier. Hmm. I'm hmm. <laughs> You're hmm? Curious. I'm curious. Maybe as a flashback. Yeah, I'm curious too. Like, if, if there was anything that I would wish for in this particular series, because I'm excited for him to be in the, the Obi-Wan series. It makes total sense. In Ahsoka series, the one thing I would like, especially if you're doing like you're considering the flashback, is that scene from um, Clone Wars, or maybe it was Rebels, I don't even remember which one, where she doesn't realize he's Darth Vader yet and smashes his helmet and sees the eye and they have that like that big battle. That would be awesome to see live action. I think that was uh, Rebels. Rebels. Yeah. Because yeah. the animation it, was different. Yeah, because in Clone Wars, it's is the last time she saw Anakin. And then in Rebels... That was why I, I like almost cried. It was so sad. Uh, yeah. And then, and then Rebels, that was when she fought uh, Darth Vader and knew that it was him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of hoping that's what it is. I was really kind of caught off guard by this news, but that's something for everybody to look forward to. You know, why not? Yeah, but then they will have to cast a younger uh, Ahsoka, though. Yeah, well, that'd be okay, too, because yeah. there's a lot of really good fan castings that they could just borrow from, you know? I'm just I'm just excited for uh, Sabine Wren, man. She's oh, girl. yeah. I do like me some Sabine. I'm excited because I feel like, you know, we got this bajillion jam-packed episode with Tasty Trailers that 2022, because I think things are back to normal a little bit in Hollywood, is just going to be overloaded, just jam-packed, stuffed, you know, to the brim. Ten pounds of shit in a five-pound bag worth of, like, entertainment, you know? And with better production finally yeah hopefully you know we're, we shouldn't assume <laughs> hbo i want to pay free movies now i don't want to free on hbo i there know why go. it's free there you go bring them it's out terrible speaking of hbo the perfect segue uh speaking of movies that went directly to hbo tell us about what you thought about dune um dune was for me it was okay a big okay just okay. So you never read okay. the books. Yeah. You've never seen the original movie. Correct. Were you were you confused by the plot? Did you just feel it dragged too much? 
No, it was they laid the foundation, you know, and all the houses is it kind of felt like it was uh Game of Thrones in space. Sort mm. of. Yes, excellent yeah. comparison. What would you give it on a one to ten nut scale? Uh like a five and a half. Five and a half. So in our household, it was split. Uh my wife absolutely hated dune <laughs> she was like this is the b- most boring thing i've ever seen so i feel like if you have no dune background and then if you're not super into sci-fi and you've been you know used to the star wars marvel world of sci-fi dune is gonna like dry your eyes out and make you bored but i liked it i thought it was visually stunning uh, i've seen the original movie i know a lot about the original book read parts of it um so i, I understand the dune world and I liked it. I, I, the only part I didn't like about it is that we only got half a movie. Yeah, for me, the issue was the visually stunning. It's like I appreciate the look of it, but then I feel like some of the scenes were dragged on too long. It's just like, damn, just hurry up and land or hurry up and show the spaceship or just yeah. keep, keep going, man. It's like yeah, it could have used effect. some editing for sure. I think my biggest problem with the movie was uh, the action sequence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was enough action, but then the action wasn't like really that great. You know, like when Donald's is like, let's go, boys. And he just runs away and you don't see anything, any of him fighting. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell happened to him? Like, what the heck, man? And like, you know, Jason Momoa is <laughs> fighting. And you know, uh, what's the main guy? T- Timothy's character. Character. Timmy Shamalot or Shamalay or whatever the hell his name is. What's what's his character name? Like George or something? Oh, his name's Paul. Oh, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Space like his, space Paul. Yeah, and his his action when he was fighting that that one black dude, it was just funny, man. Like, ah, uh, so awkward. Yeah, and, and Tim Timothy plays it so dry. Like he, yeah. he, I don't know what if that's how they asked him to play the character, but it was yeah, super kind of dry. And you know, it's a problem when, like, after the movie, the director says, you know, in part two, there's going to be way more action. I'm like, you know, like, Lord of the Rings or whatever, you know, every movie is guns own, but it's it works as a whole trilogy. You know, why can't you make, you know, just make the action scene in part one better? Like, yeah, that would be my only beef is movies like this should stand on their own, but even be better as a series. Yeah. And this one doesn't like, I, it still is beautiful to watch and it makes me excited for the second one, but it doesn't really stand on its own as something. If this say the sequel never got greenlit, I would not go back and watch this again. Yeah. It's like, why are you wasting part one just to set up the world? You know, might as well make a TV show out of it. You know? Yeah. I agree. It's going to make a great TV show or he should just take a page out of Zack Snyder's book and made it six hours long. HBO is cool with that. They don't care. Yeah. Um, also on HBO Max, I watched the entire season of Doom Patrol oh, season three. Let's go. Did you see any of it? No, yeah. I'm doing uh, Titans first. Okay. So I'm here to sell it to you in the world. Season three is amazing. Oh, my God. This show just keeps getting better. So the first episode was kind of like, oh, you know, they were kind of like almost tying off all the last bits of season two. And I was kind of like, Oh, it's more of the same. I mean, which is not bad, but it was kind of like, okay. 
But then season three, oh my golly, they do such a good job of character building and they take us back and they introduce all these new things. We get new protagonists and antagonists and it's just, it's very, very well done. It's hilarious. It's well-written. And if you're not watching Doom Patrol at this point, you are really missing the boat. Have you ever said that before? Season three is amazing to any show. No, I mean, I mean, you have to go back to old school shows like season three of Game of Thrones was totally badass, you know. But uh, yeah, it's been a long time since I've thought about because I mean, you're right. Most shows get worse. Like, I mean, look at Stranger Things. Best first season ever continually gets worse. I think uh, that's something that uh, goes on with that uh, director or the creative crew, because in like, for example, Titans season one. Yeah. It ends, and then the ending of season one is in season two. Oh, like season two ends season one, and then starts season two. It's, it's weird. Yeah, it must be like a creative decision on what they're doing with those TV shows. It's kind of like, here's a finale. Finale's a cliffhanger. Right. Yeah. Well, they didn't really cliffhanger yet too much in Doom Patrol, but they had all these kind of loose ends after the big baddie got beat. And so they just spent the entire first episode kind of wrapping up all the loose ends. And I was kind of like, at that point, I was like, yeah, this is okay. But then once they started the new story, I'm like, okay, I'm with you. And it, like, I feel like season three, like this show has always been the weirder version of DC stuff. Yeah. They went full balls to the wall. Like we're going to go just absolutely crazy. And all the weirdest shit you've ever seen, we're going to, double it up we're gonna amp it up and it was amazing yeah because like in season two they gave us like what the sex patrol yeah freaking <laughs> hilarious <laughs> season three you get like vampire butts you get like like brains and jars you get like aliens that are just like eh, whatever you get all this really off the wall stuff but it all works so good in the over overarching story I guess that's the benefit of being on HBO Max, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I love it. So I, I give uh, Doom Patrol Season 3 a nine and a half. It wow. was really good. I enjoyed wow. it. Yeah. Wow. I think after uh, Titans Season 3, I'll watch Doom Patrol Season 3. Yeah, absolutely. Um, over on Netflix. Netflix has had a lot going on, too. Uh, you already reviewed, as we pointed out earlier, squid game and how much you liked it at that point i'd only seen the tiniest bit of it and i'm here to say as somebody who doesn't watch a lot of korean shows i don't watch a lot of subtitled shows uh i loved it squid games was awesome the ending was a little bit eh, you know but a show that was so good that it would it reached peak like nine you know levels all the way to the end it wasn't surprising that it didn't quite get to 10 and went back down to like a seven but I really enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to season two. Yeah, I just don't tell your opinion about the ending to the director. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Him and LeBron have yeah. some sort of beef. That's Damn. funny. That's my ending. Get your own ending. <laughs> LeBron should have like went as like the redheaded version of the main dude for like Halloween or something, really just trolled the director. Yeah, hilarious. That was, was kind of weird, though. I'm like, what? It's a story behind the red hair. I'm like, that's kind of weird. Maybe they'll explain it more. I saw all this weird crap on the internet about how he was going to go blow up a plane or something. There was like all this weird stuff that he was turning into like a terrorist. I don't know. I wasn't sure what that was. 
what what my favorite theory from that show is because there's a lot of fan theory is you know yeah. like the the worst actors in the show are like the the foreigners yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah there's it's true <laughs> yeah this one scene where they said that this is why we're here in person to watch this game because korea yeah. has the best games in the world oh okay so that means there's multiple games around the world and this is just korea's version so we might it's almost like when you watch survivor you know there's survivor america but there's survivor australia survivor yeah. europe that kind of stuff yeah. that's that's cool i like that i like that theory so they could like you know make their own universe you know in america we get hunger games or some yeah shit. right sweet i'm i'm so down for it um also on netflix do you see that they uh big mouth season five by the time we do the next podcast will be out already yes Dude, let's go yeah it's like this weekend so everybody who's listening to this jump on netflix and watch big mouth season five that shows hilarious and no, i also I have, got i have right? to be safe to recommend that to certain people what do you mean like if like if someone's like super you know not open prudish about, yeah i'm like no you want to know who would surprise you that really likes big mouth who my mom <laughs> My mom. My mom. <laughs> she loves Big Mouth. She's like, did you know the new season's coming out? I'm like, oh, snap. I'm so excited. She dropped you the news? Man. Yeah, she dropped me the news, and I looked it up and confirmed it. So, yeah, Big Mouth, watch it. Uh, they also released a, a long final trailer for The Witcher. And I don't know if I'm being biased because I really like the fact that they put like some co uh, contemporary music over the top of it. And it was a lot of action happening, but they dropped him uh, Kanye West monster. So it was like M -m 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 monster, you know, you know, that song. And there was like cutting things up and like, you need to just stop it. I'm a M -m 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 monster. I'm like, Aah! I was like, I was getting so friggin' hyped for this. Did you see this Witcher trailer? Yeah. Dude, what do you think? I've, I've watched everything that they showed us. I'm like, I'm too hyped for the show. I need to watch everything. I understand everything. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm full throttle for Witcher season two. Uh, debuts December 17th. In fact, if there wasn't so much good shit constantly coming out, I may rewatch season one just so I could get a refresher. I know, me too. I probably won't, but I should. <laughs> um, also, also, I've been watching this show. I have a, a little sneaky tip for everybody that was looking for something and is bored before all this good stuff comes out. I randomly found this show on Netflix that hasn't been as heavily promoted as, say, Big Mouth called Inside Job. And I almost didn't watch it because I thought, what is this? It's a cartoon, and it's by the guy that made Gravity Falls. Oh. Yeah, Gravity Falls, as some people know, is the cult classic on Disney XD. And so inside job basically follows um, a group of like, they're like the Illuminati basically. And they're the ones that make all the weird shit happens and controls it. So it's really kind of funny. I think the Illuminati is messing with my internet connection. Did we get all that? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I got it. Well, you're like speed up. It's like, once it sound like said, a ch chipmunk. <laughs> yeah. Once you say their name, I'm like, Oh, trigger they're like turn it off but yeah i recommend it inside job is a fun show that i did not expect to like i like the animation style it's just like gravity falls but it's very adult it's not for little kids 
Um, so yeah, if you're bored and just want to watch a, a funny, like 25 minute per episode, uh, uh, adult animated cartoon, uh, inside jobs a hit. I, I still find it funny how like we still call it adult animated film. I mean, cartoon. Yeah. It's, it sounds so dirty in my head. Like porny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else should we call it? What would you call big mouth to somebody? I don't it's know. for adults. Yeah. But then it's kind of like, I think we're, we're so tainted in that word that you're like, you associate it to that, you know, like, but it's not. Yeah. Okay. So inside job is got lots of bad language, but it is not pornography. <laughs> <laughs> Let me clarify. Um, I watched lock and key season two. Have you watched any of season two yet? Yeah, I finished it. Okay. This is perfect. So it was a good thing that you finished it because I watched the first episode and I got about halfway through and I said, you know what? Fuck this bullshit. <laughs> Turn it off. Yeah. I'm like, I hate this show. I'm not watching it anymore. But then you and a few other people, my daughter being one said, no, you gotta go back. It gets better. So I'm like, fine, I'll go back and I'll watch some more. And I'll tell you what, I, this is the first show I can honestly say it started out absolutely horrendous. So you got to get past that first episode. It's so cheesy. I hated the way it was being filmed. I wasn't sure where the hell the plot was getting set up. It progressively gets better all the way to the end to by the time you get to the last episode. I'm like, damn, that was a good show. <laughs> I don't know. For me, it was kind of boring. Really? Yeah. Because like the reason why I like season one was like there's a lot of... Uh, hidden agendas twists and yeah. turns and you know all that stuff and that stuff is happening this one be- became more like a like a teeny bopper show just like freaking problems and uh we know who the villain is and yep. then we took forever to get there he's like yeah it's just and then like you know how we're gonna stand and fight and we're gonna go fight and then what do you guys you guys can't even fight <laughs> But it was funny how they, she kept saying, we're definitely going to win. I have all confidence and they would lose. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, this season, it's, uh, it's kind of annoying. Really? Because like every character is kind of annoying in a way. Like the mom kind of. Oh, the mom's the worst. They need to yeah. kill her off. And, and Bodhi, the little kid is the worst. But if yeah. anybody's read the graphic novels, you should know Bodhi dies eventually. So they're going to kill his ass hopefully next season. Yeah, and then, you know, Gabe freaking hate his face. <laughs> I liked Gabe, so I had, I had to take a different opinion on that. For me, I thought Gabe was by far the best actor in the whole thing. Like, I believed when he was, like, fighting himself, when he had multiple people inside of his body for a second. I liked the way he came off intense, like a bad guy. He's this little tiny kid. So I, I liked Gabe's performance out of everybody. I think the worst one for me is the main girl. Like, I don't like her at all. Like, yeah, she's, she's not so great. bland in what she does. Yeah, I liked it though. I thought like that first episode, if you only watch the first episode, it's like a one. It's terrible. But by the time it got to the last episode, I thought it was good. They set us up with a new villain to look forward to in season three. So I, I I'd give it a seven, seven and a half. Yeah, the only thing that I kind of liked was uh they took a page from Game of Thrones and were afraid to like kill characters off. Yep. And so like you're saying, the future, Bodhi's gone. Yeah, I'm ready to get rid of Bodhi because, I mean, even though technically you don't get rid of him because he becomes like a freaking ghost. But um, yeah, he's the worst. What if they change it on you? I hope they do. I really do. <laughs> that kid is so annoying. He's the worst. 
And I don't really have any too much on these other ones. Hulu canceled Why the Last Man. So if you were uh, watching watching that, you don't have to watch it anymore. Uh, nothing really going on on Prime. Nothing really happening on regular TV. Is there any other stuff you want to talk about before we jump into the tasty trailers? No, I think uh, I've been solely watching Lock and Key. Nice. Yeah. I finished it last night. Perfect. Perfect timing. So let's uh, take a quick break and we'll jump into the tasty trailers. Need affordable graphic design? Visualantidesign.com should be your first stop. High quality work at low, low prices. Perfect for every need from corporate to personal. Visit Visualantidesign.com now and request your free quote. And for a limited time, mention Audio Knots for 10% off your first project. Okay, we're back. Our jam-packed trailer palooza type show. So it's time for some tasty trailers. The tasty trailers. Yum, 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 yum. Let's start with HBO Max. I could have thrown this in the HBO Max thing, but they released the full trailer for Peacemaker. And uh, they've given us little bits of it until we got to see this whole thing where John Cena is running around acting crazy and hugging eagles. And it looks pretty good to me. What did you think? Oh, before I get into that, during our break, I thought of something. Oh, let's hear it. I was going to ask, did you watch Army of Thieves yet? No, have you? No, I haven't. Okay. (laughs) So we need to see that. So Army of Thieves did come out like quite quickly and, uh, you know, without a lot of promotion. It was just like, here's this other movie that has to do with Army of the Dead. Yeah. Okay. So next, next episode, probably. Next episode, look forward to Army of the Thieves. Um, Peacemaker, I thought it was super silly and I'm in. I'm into like for me, funny John Cena is the only good John Cena. When he tries to be serious, I just I hate it. He's a, not that good of an actor. No. But when he's just being like funny and stupid, I can buy it and I like it. Yeah, and this one, like for example, he gets a pet eagle. <laughs> what the hell, dude? What's from the comic? It's ripped yeah. right from the comic. And so I dig it. And I think um, everyone's digging the outfits. You know, like for example, his outfits comic. Uh, it looks like the comic books and then yeah. like um, visual anti looks just like the comics too. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we get a peacemaker doom patrol crossover somehow since they both live on HBO max. They're both DC characters. Dude, that would like, I'd be straight nipped out. Like I love that so much. I just hear like clip. Fuck. <laughs> you know. What the hell is this guy? <laughs> peacemaker just says maybe peacemaker rolls and kills them all man i'll have to come back to life because we we know oh i almost spoiled something Damn. you haven't seen season three Damn. wow that was that was close never mind <laughs> show didn't get canceled dude <laughs> i almost spoiled season three so never mind what i was about to say pretend it didn't happen rewind but, yeah rewind so uh yes peacemaker january 13th hbo max uh it looks like a must watch for me uh hbo max also teased us with the house of dragons um i don't know i would i feel kind of burned by the last season of game of thrones but i'm still you know there's no way i'm not watching it but i'm not all that hype yet like i am say for the witcher what did you think about uh house of dragons their little teaser trailer they put out yeah it was okay like you said i'll i'll watch it but like when i was watching game of thrones i would make it an event you know invite people over and mm-hmm. drink some wine and watch it yeah you know, but this one, I'm just like, yeah, I'll probably watch it. 
Yeah, I don't know if it's a little Game of Thrones fatigue or if we're just like we've been pushed away from enough that we need to get built back up. But yeah, so um, something to maybe look forward to or not. I don't know. Yeah, there's something to be said about making a show and then making the prequel of that show. Like we know how it's going to end. Yeah, that's true. That's always kind of weird for me. It's never quite as good. Maybe it's because it's taken uh, so early that's it's okay i don't know yeah hopefully so i don't know we'll see uh lots of movies coming out lots of big movies uh ghostbusters uh they've given us a full trailer that looks amazing it's got it looks like uh if you took stranger things and just dumped it on top of ghostbusters and then he said what does this need what does this need a little sprinkle of paul rudd because that makes everything better and i'm i'm all i'm absolutely all in on this new ghostbusters yeah i mean i'm actually excited for that movie like like the old one with the the ladies i'm like man this that one was like straight trash yeah I'm like <laughs> it looks pretty good yeah i'm i'm this is a theater movie for me I, I even if it was streaming somewhere which i don't think it is i would be there you know it comes out soon november 18th so we're only a couple weeks away i know you and i we have a trip that we have to take to like florida and as soon as we get it back, man, I'm watching this thing. Oh, that's right. That's right. Watching in Florida. <laughs> yeah, we could. Um, another big trailer that they gave us, which is kind of the timing on this one's weird. It's it to me it should have been a Halloween movie, but it's getting pushed. But they've remade or they're doing another Scream movie. Did you see the trailer for a Scream yet? Oh yeah, I I watched it. I'm like, I don't understand anything because i don't really remember the old movies and it has like corny cox and everybody back yeah it, they, they've all the come back happening? so check uh, <laughs> it looks kind of interesting i feel like they're pulling the halloween thing you know how like the first halloween was really good and then they made like a ton of garbage halloween movies and then the last halloween movie was pretty good and they're like oh pretend like those other ones were just you know hearsay they didn't actually happen they're just you know part of the rumor mill they're not canon yeah i feel like this is what's happening here like the first screen movie is fantastic and then all this crap they made afterwards they're gonna pretend like oh that was that didn't really happen but maybe it did i don't know yeah i'm i was just confused watching that that <laughs> Uh, the new Scream movie comes out in January, January 14th. And the thing I ha- was most curious about the trailer is how they managed to work in a landline phone. <laughs> I thought that was pretty clever. And then they made a big deal of showing, yeah, she has a landline phone, but look at all this technology. The, the dude was like opening and closing all of her digital door locks and doing all this stuff. Yeah, like, so oh, um, I don't know. House. What do you want to bet that the Scream guy is just called Ghostface? The Scream main Scream guy's so. name. Yeah. Ghostface comes in and he just sees Courtney Cox and he freaks out and runs the hell away because her face is scarier than anything. Got him. Got him. Ha ha. Uh, I have a trailer for you that isn't as popular as some of these other ones that we're going to talk about because we're doing like just quick burn through these trailers. But this movie looks awesome. And I don't, I should have told you ahead of time to watch it. And I, you probably haven't seen this trailer. So I'm recommending to you and the audience that everybody, when they're done, jump off and jump on the YouTubes and watch the trailer for the black phone. Have you by any chance seen this? No. Ethan Hawk. Negative. So, 
Okay, so <clears throat> it was it really caught me off guard. And the only reason I clicked on it is because the thumbnail looked cool as hell. <laughs> and so the black phone, the black phone takes place in like the '90s, maybe the '80s. It's it's an it's a past year, and um, Ethan Hawke is like a I don't know if he's a child molester or if he's just a child killer. He's like the old scary guys that would kidnap people and keep them in their basement. It's like that kind of story. Right. Imagine somebody tuning into our podcast and just go, Ethan Hawk is a child molester. <laughs> Ethan Hawk, Ethan Hawk is not a child molester. Ethan Hawk plays a child molester in the black phone. <laughs> maybe, maybe he's not even a molester. He could just be a murderer for all I know. But so what's curious about this? So this is what catches me. I'm gonna tell you guys about the trailer, but um, it was very exciting. So it starts off kind of like your your typical like serial bad guy grabbing kids and they're all starting to get to know watch out for this guy because he he takes kids and they never come back and he starts to see all these like missing kids posters and then so this kid knows about the black phone or this this bad guy that does this and he's walking down the street and this guy's like he's dropped all his magic tricks out of the side of his van he's like a magician he's dropped all this stuff oh man and the kid's like is that ma magic tricks he's like yeah isn't that cool and help me put it in the van and then of course as we know that's how you get kidnapped Kid gets kidnapped, take downstairs. He gets put in the creepy ass basement and there's a black phone on the wall, but it doesn't work. He tries to pick it up and call for help because Ethan Hawke just puts him in there and leaves him in there as he like psychologically tortures him. And this kid's like, oh man, what am I gonna do? I'm, I'm the next victim. Where his friend's also trying to help him outside because she, she knows that something weird happened and she's kind of picking up on the vibes. But here's where it gets good, really good. So all of a sudden this phone that's not plugged in the wall starts ringing. And, and the kid picks him. He's like, who is this? And it's the other kids Ethan Hawke has kidnapped and killed over the years. And their ghosts are all haunting the room. And the ghosts fucking help him escape the killer. Oh, I'm like, this is such a good idea. How come no one's thought of this before? Wait, <laughs> that's the trailer? That's the trailer. It's pretty much the whole damn movie. But <laughs> the premise is so good. I want to see it. It's so good. I got to see it. How is that the trailer? I mean, you explain the whole movie to me. <laughs> Doesn't it make you want to watch the trailer and see for yourself, though? And the trailer then will, in turn, make you want to watch this movie. So I am, I am so pumped for the Black Phone. I really wow. am. That was that was like came out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> it was like the hardest twist ever. They really should have kept it hidden away from us, but they're probably concerned that nobody was going to see it. And they're like, "Damn, this twist makes this movie so good. We got to tell people." When's uh, the, uh, February 14th uh, in theaters, The Black Phone. So everybody needs to watch yeah. that. That's a Valentine's movie. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> it is a Valentine's movie. Take, take your loved ones to go see kids get molested by Ethan <laughs> uh, my next, uh My next trailer it has a lot less molestation in it, uh, and it's based off of a video game. And it's it stars bad, the though. one, the only Tom Holland with his oh. best buddy, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, Uncharted in what may be the most miscast movie I've ever seen, but maybe Tom Holland's so good, it'll be good anyways. What did you think about the Uncharted trailer? <laughs> it, it looks pretty bad, right? They should just like never make video game movies. Just leave it <laughs> as it is, you know? It's, it looks like 
if I'm being honest, a Fast and the Furious type movie. Because like the laws of physics don't come into that at all. At one point, he's yeah. like falling out of a plane and homie's like running. <laughs> I mean, straight up video game, running up yeah. the like the crates that are falling out of the plane. He managed to jump from a plane that's flying away from him back inside of it. It's like, what the hell? I feel like uh, Marky Mark auditioned for the part, couldn't get it. <laughs> and they're like, but I still want to be in the movie. Yeah, you could be the side character. You're probably gonna die, but it's cool, right, Mark? Yeah, okay, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, he's such maybe, a bad actor, too. Maybe when it comes out on HBO Max, I'll watch it. Yeah, so if you don't uh want to see the black phone on Valentine's Day, wait a few more days and you can go see Uncharted on February 18th. Um, back to some of our streamers that we didn't get to. Uh, Netflix also debuted the trailer for Cowboy Bebop. Uh, off air, Ren and I talked about how it felt very Scott Pilgrimy. What did you think about the Cowboy Bebop trailer? Um, I was really against it, but after watching the trailer, man, this trailer is really, really, really well made. Yes, so it got me intrigued. Like I'm a, I'm a sucker for graphics because we are graphic designers. Yep, and it was very like real life comic book. Yeah, it, it does pull the comic booky stuff into it. Uh, Cowboy Bebop though was an anime, correct? Did you ever watch the original anime? I watched it way back in the day. And then I don't remember what happened. It's been so oh, long. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm interested. I like John Cho. Uh, it does look like it's just like uh, Scott Pilgrim and all those other types of things. It looks it looks like it has a good sense of humor. So I'm hoping that's the case. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm down to give Cowboy Bebop a, a shot. And the best part about it is it comes out super soon. Um, November 17th. Yeah, keep it silly. Don't don't make it serious. And it made me all like it. Yeah, ag- agreed. Um, where else do we have here? We got so many trailers. I'm trying to burn through these bad boys. Uh, one of the cool things that happened while we were on uh, hiatus was the DC Dome or Thunderdome or Fandom. the DC. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> the fandom. They gave us all sorts of new stuff. They gave us trailers. They gave us teasers. They gave us all sorts of things. So uh, the big one to me, at least the one I thought looked really cool, was the full trailer of the Batman. Um, they gave us way more things in, that we'd never seen before. It looks straight up like, if anybody remembers the movie Seven, it's giving me the straight up Seven vibes, but with superheroes. What did you think about the Batman trailer? Yeah, same here. Like, it looks, it's, it's him, young Bruce as Batman. And he's yeah. more of like a detective at that time than yep. Batman. And so I'm really, I'm really digging the style, the style that they're going with. Yeah. Stylistically, it looks yeah. great. I like the fact that the villain feels very creepy and real. So it's like the Riddler or something. Yeah. Um, he looks like he's more an aggressive batman he's not your old school funny batman he's like out there to just beat the hell out of people and I, I, it looks good yeah because you gotta understand this is like you know if i was batman this is my sophomore year of being batman and yep. i gotta make i gotta make my name a name for myself <laughs> so gotta go hard yeah <laughs> he looks super aggressive this is like yeah. the most aggressive version of batman we've seen yet like he's just out to beat some heads crack some skulls because for me, I never, I never mind that Robert Pattinson was playing him, right? And I called it from the beginning, man. He's giving me a good Batman. I'm still iffy on Robert Pattinson, but the trailer did like win me over a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm legitimately excited because I haven't, 
like I thought the last Batman pre Ben Affleck as Batman, because I've never much cared for him as Batman. I really did like the Christian Bale Batman stuff other than the last movie. Well, to be fair, Ben Affleck didn't get a chance to be the Batman. Yeah, he was no, like he was half halfway. <laughs> he didn't get his own movie. It was just all like it's because he sucked. <laughs> Batfleck is the worst, and I, I I stand on that. I don't care what anybody else says. You might as well give me Val Kilmer's Batman. It was just as stupid. Oh, you will <laughs> probably. Um, they also gave us a flash trailer. I thought that was pretty cool because we get the voice of OG, you know, Batman in there. Uh, what did you think about the flash trailer? That was probably my favorite trailer out of fandom. Really? Yeah. On a scale of one to 10, how excited? That one's like a high eight. Nice. At the very end, he's like, holy shit. Yeah, as he starts to reveal that old school Batmobile. Yeah. Because it's 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 going to be cool. Because I, I do like Ezra as an actor, so I'm really excited for that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of neat how both DC and Marvel have decided it's perfectly okay to use nostalgia against us. So they're like, oh, you like this old stuff? We're bringing it back. We're going to mix it in with the new stuff. Yeah, it's okay. Multiverse. Yeah, multiverse, baby. I am so down. Uh, No date on The Flash, by the way, but um, Batman comes out March 4th. It's funny. Funny story. We went to a Comic-Con one year, and they were promoting uh, Justice League at that time. Mm -hmm. And we walked by uh, Ezra's booth, and then there was nobody there. I'm like, what? This guy, I love this guy. No one's there. And then my little sister was there. And then she looked straight at him. They made eye contact and he gave her the biggest smile. Nice. And then she turned to me and she started bawling. She was so excited that he acknowledged her. Yeah. And smiled at her. And she was so happy that made her day. That's awesome. Shout out to you, Ezra. Yeah, yeah, good job, Ezra. That's great. He seems like a who knows, but he seems like a decent guy. He also does for anybody who hasn't listened. He makes good music. We I think we talked about it in a former podcast. Yeah. You know, go on to uh, onto the Spotify's and listen to Ezra's music because it's pretty decent. It was like weird name, right? Like Phantom Horse or something like that. <laughs> sure, I honestly don't remember. Yeah, it was a weird name. A quick Google search will you'll be able to figure it out. Uh, they also gave us the tiniest teaser of Black Adam. It was more The Rock saying the Black Adam's going to be good. You should watch it with him kind of one clip from the show where he like floats up and then just start shooting at him a bunch. Um, I'm not so sure about the Black Adam. What do you think? Yeah, it, I don't know, man. It's it's one thing to where they're promoting it too much. And I feel like by promoting it too much, you're kind of like hyping yourself up for failure. Yeah. yeah, they're trying to like build big time excitement for it, but it's so far off that, well, I guess it's not that far off, July 29th, but still, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's it's like they're just giving you, you know, thumbnails and images and like one scene. You're like, what am I going to, what am I going to do? And the Rock or Dwayne Johnson talks as if this is like a superhero movie. Like, dude, Black Adam's a bad guy. Why are you? promoting as if you're like a good guy you know like, yeah he's a super villain yeah it's like i make my own justice yeah you're a bad guy <laughs> i've always wanted the rock to be a superhero but maybe uh some things we shouldn't wish for maybe it's not as good as we would have hoped yeah the cheesy part was like he when he said i was born for this role I'm like because you became bald what yeah <laughs> and completely absolutely yoked yeah you, guys, you know got muscles on muscles 
you know like everybody has like you know a, a muscle suit on dude yeah it's just like paint on <laughs> that's his real yeah. body he's the first guy that actually looks like a superhero all the yeah. time he doesn't need to do the special marvel workout he's just he's just yoked from start yeah, yeah i mean i'll watch it because you know i'm a dc boy so and the last big one from Fandome was Shazam, Fury of the Gods. And this one, talk about far out. This one doesn't come out until 2023. Uh, these fools are definitely going to be wearing uh, suits unless they start working out now. <laughs> what do you think of the little bit of teasers they gave us on the new Shazam? That one I'm actually excited for. I mean, there's a lot of things happening, a lot of uh, uh, Greek god stuff. Yeah. So but- They bring us a couple old ladies, though, as like the villainesses or something. Yeah. And I do like Lucy Liu. I haven't seen her since like Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Why not? And then like Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren of all people. <laughs> you know, Helen Mirren though is a fantastic actress. It's just weird to see her in a superhero film. Wasn't she in that movie Red? Yeah, yeah, she yeah, was. She was a BA For... man. Yep. Love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I've seen enough of Shazam to yeah. say much about it, but I did enjoy the first one. It was one, actually one of my top three or four DC films. So I'm, I'm cool with it. Yeah. I think fandom was just a, basically, you know, we're going to leave you breadcrumbs. So you guys won't go empty handed. Yeah. It's a hype fest and yeah. it makes sense. You know, they got to do it. Keep people uh, on the line, keep them interested. Uh, my last trailer of this trailer, you know, trailer bonanza, you know, that we've had here is, you know, we start with Disney and Marvel. We got to end with Disney and Marvel. So, uh, well, not Disney. Sony and Marvel. Morbius finally gave us a full big ass trailer. And if I'm being kind of honest, it looks way better than the first trailer that we saw. Like they worked on the tone. So hopefully the movie is different than the first trailer. The tone felt better. It did feel more like a real Marvel movie versus a uh, Sony Marvel movie. Um, did you see the new Morbius trailer? I did. What did you think? I actually was intrigued by it because, like, yeah. I'm like, whoa, Morbius actually looks kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> like his vampire stuff, you know, like, oh, shit, this is him. This is kind of cool. I dig it. And, and they're doing that thing, like everything else we've talked about, where the, he's kind of an anti-hero, at least to start. You know, so they're giving us the reasons why he he starts with this good cause, not only to heal himself, but heal other people's like him. And then when things don't go his way, that's when it gets bad and the vampireness of him starts to kick in. And I'm, I'm assuming this is all going to lead to probably some sort of blade crossover. Yeah, well, more I think more Spider-Man. Well, definitely Spider-Man he's blade. Yeah, yeah, definitely Spider-Man because he's part of the whole Sony universe. But uh, I don't know how you don't have at least some sort of Morbius Blade crossover when you have these things happening. Yeah, there was a I watched the trailer before the trailer, you know, when they do a teaser to the trailer. Mm, yeah. And Jared Leto was being interviewed. And then he says something like there is a web of opportunities or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and in the trailer, did you notice at the very end of the trailer? He's like the guy's like he's like like shaking down a bad guy. And the guy's like, oh, who are you? And he's like, I'm Venom. Venom. Like, Just kidding. <laughs> I thought that was that was kind of fun. Yeah, there is this one scene where you could see a Spider-Man on, on a poster on the wall, mm-hmm. but it's Toby Spider-Man. Oh, so interesting. Like, yeah, they they really are tying it all together. So it's kind of like you know how he's Venom. Did Venom come to Tom Holland's world? 
and this is Morbius in that world, you know, sort of thing. Because remember, oh, interesting. Uh, you remember uh, Vulture, Vulture? Yeah, he's yeah. in it. He's in it. Yep. And so this is this is gonna be in Tom Holland's Spider-Man world. Right? Yeah, and there, I think that maybe Morbius and the Vulture are part of gonna be part of the Sinister Six with Venom. So, and then they're showing us all sorts of new villains in the new Spider-Man movie. So. Who knows which one of those guys are going to be part of it? I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff happening. And the one thing about uh, Jared Leto is he's a freaking method actor. So yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to take this role super serious and just become Morbius. Yeah, he's probably killed and drank some blood for sure yeah. just to do it. That's why I, he I, was. I, that's why he was on hiatus and came back to COVID. And like, what's happening? <laughs> he's like i didn't even realize he's probably the one that started covid he probably yeah. went and like hung out with bats in real life and he was the one that gave everybody covid i'm yeah. gonna go with that that's the damn thing. it <laughs> full circle god damn freaking jared leto uh that's it that's all i have uh so we're jam-packed we're gonna have to wrap this bad boy up do you have anything else you'd like to add before we uh, post it um no but then is that shirt still holding up i mean wearing like crazy oh yeah let's see can everybody see it total crackhead baby yeah, uh, it is great. I'm still wearing it, and it's uh, so Ren made this, made it himself. Yeah. It turned out great. It, it, it's I've washed it a ton of times. I wear it all the time. It's one of my favorite shirts. Sweet, sweet. That's it, man. I just wanted to see your shirt. Cool, cool beans. Uh, everybody have a good one, and we will see you on the flip side. Bye. Show me what you got. S-E-X, a little hot sex action.